G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. That's hit down the ground. Beautiful shot from Sandu for four. This bit to Richardson. Crikey's connected with that. Over long on. Well pitched up. Does not miss leg stump. And it was the bluff, wasn't it, for Sandu? And he almost, well, he did fall for it. Hit away. Magnificent shot over the top. That is a sensational win for Queensland. Richardson in the grand fashion. Oh, outstanding stuff right there are two pin-up boys, in my opinion, of Queensland cricket right now. My next guest is one half of them, the, the Bulls' newest record holders. And I'm talking about Monday, Kane Richardson, Garinda Sandu. They put on a Marsh Cup miracle, 73 runs for the 10th wicket, thank you very much, against New South Wales, giving Queensland the unlikeliest of one-day victories. But you know what? That's not the only record our man holds only man in the history of the 50 over game domestically in australia to take two hat tricks and the batters crossed of course so it's evans on strike sandu on a hat trick big chance it's gone straight up he's going to take another hat trick Garinda sandu <laughs> take a bow sam billing safe underneath it and the hat trick yeah Garinda sandu take a bow indeed that was january last year became the first man in the 170 year history of australian domestic cricket to take three hat-tricks. It's amazing stuff. But you know what? Maybe the biggest feat of them all is how he did it after being cut from a state contract. He relocated to Queensland, no promises, no guarantees, and fought his way back. Where does that inner strength come from? How did he do it? Well, let's find out. Gurinder Sandu, very good morning to you. Is the head stop spinning it from, from Monday? And have you relived that a million times since? Good morning, guys. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Oh, one of the best best wins I've been a part of, and to be able to contribute with the bat, um, not only the ball, it was just yeah, it was almost a dream come true, really. Um, you know, always working on my batting and always trying to get better with my batting and try and contribute, and to be able to do that for the Queensland Bulls was was awesome. Alongside Richo, who absolutely smashed them. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Well, you both were smoking them, but let's paint the picture. You come together at nine for 146, chasing 217 to win. And Queensland had just lost three for one. So you were given no hope. You were up against it. What's the chat like between you and Richo in the middle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, um, yeah, Richo came out. There was one ball left in that the over that was ongoing. So he just said, oh, let me get through this, this one ball and then we'll have a chat. So I was like, no worries do that um and then literally from there we were just speaking almost every over every couple of balls just trying to think um you know looking at the field and saying all right likely the ball's going to come here if it comes here um let's have a swing if it's not there let's just keep it out kind of thing and and let's just see how we go and where we can get to um so yeah literally there's a lot of communications um which is good in the end and helped us get there well, when when did you actually think we can win this Oh, probably it was about 30 to go. Um, and I could just get a sense that, like, from, from them as a bowling team, as a fielding team, obviously being in that position before, you know, you, you kind of drop a little bit, head drop, and 
you kind of start sort of thinking like, oh, no, like, you know, if we need to get this wicket, start trying a bit harder. Um, and Richard and myself were just thinking, you know, like, we've got this far. Let's just keep doing what we've been doing because obviously it's working to get us here. Um, you know, we don't want to change something up and then stuff it up. So let's just, let's just keep going the way we're going and let's just see what happens. <laughs> Mate, it was memorable stuff. I was writing the story for it for seven years and the, the ending changed and my whole story changed and it was a great story to write in the end. It was brilliant stuff. Um, Gorinda Sandu, you, you are someone who just does keep on going on, mate. You, you're a fighter. Uh, um, I, I love your story. Can you take us back to Tassie? And I know it's probably not the funnest time for you, but when, when, the, when, when, the, when the contract didn't come, what, what's, what's your mood? What's your thought? What, what do you do from there? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty disappointed, obviously. Um, you know, had a, had an injury towards the end of that season as well, so that kind of stopped me um, playing some games for, for Tassie and also that, that BBL season as well. Um, it, it was just, yeah, frustrating and disappointing at the time, but, you know, it took me probably a week just to go, go back to the drawing board and go, OK, um, I still believe in myself. I still believe I'm good enough. Um, what do I need to do now? to get better, to get back to playing domestic cricket, state cricket for, um, you know, at the time, right then and there, I was thinking of staying in Tasmania because, um, you know, it was COVID and all of that was just happening. So I was thinking of just staying put um, and giving it another crack there. Um, that was probably, yeah, it took me two weeks to get in that, to that mind frame. I started training, doing some running, some gym stuff, um, started working on a few things with my bowling straight away. Um, and then just kind of, yeah, I think personally, um, you know, I'm not too much of an overthinker at all. So I think that really helped in that situation. I was kind of thought about it for a week and then I was straight, you know, moving on and trying to think about, okay, what can I do now? Where can I go? How do I do it? Um, and, and just try to switch my mindset onto that straight away. Well, we know we live in God's country, uh, but why did you choose Queensland? Because my understanding is you came here with no promises, no, no guarantees. Yeah, exactly right. I, um, just had a few conversations at the time with Wade Seckham, um, just, you know, just asking him. Uh, that year with COVID and all of that was going on, so there wasn't too much second 11 cricket available for, for any state. Um, so I just sort of asked him, you know, if, if, if it's me, if it's somebody else playing great cricket this season and doing really well, um, is that something yourself and, and Queensland cricket look at um, for potential chances, um, you know, if there's injuries or whatever like that? And he, and he said, mate, 100%. Um, even more so this season because of COVID and there's no second 11 cricket. But he said, any year we always look at great cricket. Um, it's, it's really important for us that everyone plays great cricket and they're doing well. So um, a few other conversations with Wade and just, it was, I just really um, liked the way he was communicating and talking um, as a coach, um, which, yeah, almost after the first two phone calls, I was almost ready to make a move straight away. I just really, um, yeah, really enjoyed the communication and the way um, the way he was speaking to myself, and I assume that's how he spoke to all the players, which yep, he does. Um, that was one really really good thing that stood out to me, and um, yeah, I thought you know what, been in Brisbane before. I was at the academy, cricket academy, um, for about four or five years, and really liked the place. So I was like, you know what, I've moved to Tassie. What's a move to Brizzy? So let's do it. <laughs> it's a better move. That's what it is. Gorinda Sandu, my guest this morning. Um, and, and, mate, I've, I, I've really got to admire that because, I mean, at 21 years of age, you're playing one day as for Australia. You know, the, the, you're at the top of your game. You are thinking, I can imagine, 
I've made it. I'm 21. But then moving forward, you're now thinking grade cricket. Can I get a look into perhaps a state system moving state? Like that's uh, hats off to you, mate, for making that call. The the other thing you had to do, and we and we we know a lot of athletes with their stories through COVID, but also if it's not working out for them, they do have to fall back on to something else. And 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 you're a businessman in, in your own right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, around, um, I think the first year I was in Brisbane, um, you know, I've always in, been into my, like, you know, clothing and a bit of fashion and apparel and stuff like that, streetwear and all of that. So um, it was actually during um, my stint with the Sydney Sixers um, for, for that COVID season um, where I got quite close to Carlos Brathwaite, the West Indian, who um, yeah. talked to me about he had a, a shoe brand and a clothing brand himself. Um, so I was just talking to him, like, you know, how did you start? How do you go with the business name? Just the little things, really. How do you get your website started? All of that sort of stuff. Um, and he sort of talked me through it, and this is what he did, how he did it. And I was already thinking about it because I had a list of some, some brand names and stuff like that already. So that kind of just helped push me into, you know what, I'm just going to give this a go. Um, I'm not in the state system. I've got a little bit more time on my hands, um, <laughs> you know, that I can put towards something. So... Um, yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. And, and Humble Clothing was what turned out. Humble Clothing, and it's humble without the U as well, which um, I think is quite yeah. pointy. And, and, and you've got some pretty cool models helping you out with the gear too. Yeah, I do, yeah. There's been, there's been some good support from um, um, from through the cricketers. It's been, it's been awesome. Usman Khawaj has been helpful um, sharing and posting him on his social media. Davey Warner. Um, you know, ben Cardin, Carlos Brassard himself, uh, Sam Billings. Jeez, that's, that's a fair um, reach. I was, yeah. I was talking about Super Bowl yeah. advertising before, but Carlos Brathwaite, <laughs> David Warner, <laughs> it's a fair reach just there. And Uzi's the yeah, fashion king cool. too, isn't he? Yeah, exactly right. So they've been awesome. Just um, you know, sharing sharing photos of them in, in humble clothing and whatever they're wearing, hoodies, trackies, t-shirts, hats, whatever it is. So it's been awesome for, for brand awareness, which has helped a lot. Now, mate, how much do you trade off the the hat tricks? Oh, <laughs> oh no, I don't, I don't tend to speak too much about the hat tricks. Um, it's just part of the game, I guess. It's just things that, yeah, I don't know. They just happen. Um, the batter needs to play a big role in that on that last ball, the third one. Um, and a few times, thankfully, um, the the situation of the game's allowed the batter to you know have to be aggressive, which obviously helps the bowler get a wicket. So. Um, yeah, pretty special. I'll probably think about those um, one day when I retire, I guess. Uh, well, we're thinking about them right now, mate, and, and it, it's been a fantastic chat. I, I love your story, and thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, a record holder with the ball and the bat, and you are wearing the best colours in the country, which is the Maroons of the Queensland Bulls. Uh, we'll be watching throughout the summer, mate. Um, good luck and good hunting. Thanks for the chat today, Gurinder Sandu. No worries at all. Thank you. It's an absolute ripper, isn't it? Oh, I wonder who he had on his wall. Oh, maybe that's a chat for later. 13 736 736. Uh, coming up to 17 minutes past 11 here on SENQ.